Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This week on Scoop B Radio. But I still want to talk to you. I don't want to believe in no message. Well, you, you, you said something, you know, respect. Call me. Show me how much respect it is. Yo, this time Tommy Dave T. Listen to Scoop B Radio. For real, though. D.K. Manny. Manny. Bill. Scoopy Radio in your area, on your phone, in your earbuds. This is an emergency podcast episode of Scoopy Radio. Scoopy Radio normally drops every Thursday at 12 a.m. Eastern Time and is hosted by DJ Manny L. Scoopy Radio is the exclusive podcast of myself, journalist, and on-air personality Brandon Scoopy Robinson. And Scoopy Radio is conveniently available via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podomatic. Make sure to follow Scoopy on Twitter at Scoopy, and make sure to also follow the program at Scoop underscore B on Instagram and Snapchat at Scoop underscore B. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube at Contact Scoop B. What's up, everybody? It's Carmelo Anthony. This is Scoopy Radio. This is Michelle Yu from SNY. Hey, I'm Diamond. And I'm Yo Katie. And this is 185. What's up? This is Mark John Jeffries. Complimented. Hey, what's up? This is Ivy Rivera. This is Brevin Knight. You're listening to Scoopy Radio. I love it. Today's emergency Scoopy podcast features 13-year NBA veteran Tim Thomas, the seventh pick in the 1997 NBA draft. Now retired, Thomas, a 6'10 small forward out of Villanova, averaged a little over 11 points and four rebounds during his career. Thomas's name surfaced in the news last week when former NBA player Kenyon Martin appeared on Yahoo Sports' The Vertical Podcast with NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. In the interview with The Vertical, Martin discussed his time playing for the then-New Jersey Nets with Jason Kidd, Kerry Kittles, Keith Van Horn, Byron Scott, and Lawrence Frank. Martin also divulged about the 2004 NBA playoff matchup between the Nets and Hudson River rivals, the New York Knicks. The playoff series got heated in the fourth quarter of Game 1 of the Eastern Conference first-round series between the two teams. With 6-11 remaining in the fourth, Tim Thomas, a Nick at the time, took Kenyon Martin off the dribble from the left side. Martin lost Thomas on defense and glided to the basket. Former net Jason Collins went to bail Martin on defense and attempted to block the shot, but instead... 
he knocked Thomas to the ground, and Collins was charged with a flagrant foul. Thomas, one on one move on Kenny. Hard foul by Jason Collins, and Thomas hits the deck hard. It will be called a flagrant foul. And uh, they will come check on Tim Thomas. Thomas required a stretcher to get off the court and was hospitalized. After being discharged from the hospital, Thomas told New York reporters that Martin was a fugazi. The two would go back and forth via press clippings. Martin would cut out the New York Post headline that read, Whiny Tim, and taped it to his practice jersey for all the media to see. Thomas refutes Martin's version of the story that was told last week on the Vertical Podcast. Despite media requests, he has not spoken at length and kept quiet about the incident. Until now. This is a Scoop B Radio exclusive brought to you by ScoopB.com. DJ Maniel, get the tape deck going. Cue the tape in three, two, one. It's Squilly. Lay some treats on us. This is Scoop B Radio. All right. So, what happened um, with Kenya? situation with him after receiving a hard foul from Jason Collins in the NBA playoffs. Um, I knew Jason Collins' personality because me and him had the same agent. And um, I, I was really upset over the foul, but I was I was mainly upset with my, my actual teammates for not really having my back all the way in that situation. Um, and Actually, when I, when I got out of the hospital and I started doing interviews, you know, media has a, a funny way of, you know, taking what they want and putting it out there. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know, with, with media. So I was asked a question, um, you know, how do I feel and stuff like that. And I was really frustrated in the sense of my my actual teammates not having my back. So I felt, felt as though if I can get back into the actual playoff series that, you know, eventually I, I would be in position to be able to, you know, possibly get somebody back or hit somebody or, or, you know, get my frustration out. And a reporter asked me, so what about that guy? Like he's Hulk Hogan or he's, you know, someone that's going to stop anyone from doing anything. And I just pretty much pinpointed exactly what I thought, you know, that individual, King Martin, is. Mm-hmm. You know, which is, you know, a fake tough guy. But I, I, I used a mafia word, which is fugazi. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it kind of stuck. And, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, he, he's, he's, he's stuck with. But, um, you know, I, I never really harped on what actually transpired between me and him um, outside of the court where things could have got ugly. And he does an interview and he decides that he needs to, I don't know, kind of keep his image, his tough guy image going by trying to, you know, use my name. And that's never, ever, ever going to happen. I mean, I'm from Patterson, New Jersey, 10th Avenue, East 29th. My city is called Pakistan right now. (laughs) And uh, that will never, never happen. Said they call him Ken in his hometown. They call me Big Dog, Big Homie, or OG in my hometown. So 
it's a major difference right there. We're going to take a short break. Hey internets, while on social media please use hashtag Scoopy Radio. Also, tell a friend that Scoopy Radio is available in the podcast sections on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and Google Play. New episodes drop midnight on Thursday. Be sure to rate, comment and subscribe. Have a slam dunking day. I mean, just to clarify, Scoopy exactly Radio. what happened from his story, um, we actually ran into each other in New York, in New York City in the nightclub. Um, I was tempting him to at least attempt to fight me by mushing him in his face and he just backed up against the wall. He wanted no parts of me. He completely left the club after I let him go. And I'm assuming he left New York. Because within 48 hours later, uh, I had to do a charity event in Dallas. And some of the story that he's talking about is exactly what transpired in Dallas, where... Um, number one, we get there, as soon as we get to uh, the nightclub in Dallas, we see him. I had an individual that was with me um, in Dallas that wasn't with me in New York, and he wanted to actually get at King Martin for some of the things. And this is actually a guy I grew up with that he wanted to actually, you know, start the, the process all over again with King Martin, who, by the way, was by himself five of us he was literally by himself and I called my man off I said I just seen this guy face to face in New York I looked him in his eyes he wanted no problems with me it's a dead issue but you know Kenyon I guess home wanting to get back or get some type of revenge or whatever he gets on his phone he, he I don't know who he called but 30 40 people comes out of nowhere within an hour now he comes back, and we're all in the VIP section, and he's trying to cause a scene. But the problem is, and I'm not here to promote any violence, the problem is is when you fly private, you can take anything you want. Mm-hmm. So, you know, street terms, you know exactly what that means. So we was in Dallas, and we was very, very comfortable. Very, very comfortable. Very, very, very comfortable. So, um, long story short, um, the situation that he's talking about where we actually left the club. Yes, we left the club because once again, I'm out there doing a charity event with a friend of mine named Dre and I didn't want to mess up his money. And Dre had the club on Friday night and once again on Sunday night. The Friday night was the night that I, I seen King by himself and he called the 30 people and um, towards the end of the party, he wanted to make a scene towards the end of the night. Everybody's pretty much leaving the club, and he wants to make a scene now. And the owner of the actual club asked us to leave. Club was already over, so we just decided to leave anyway. You know? So we left. Saturday, I see him out and about by himself again at another club, and he, he noticed that we are in the place because the DJ announced that we was in the end and was talking about what happened the Friday night. And Kenyon did the smart thing by leaving. He walked right out of the club. Sunday, I see him again at the same club, Blue. And um, I was so heated over the fact that what he did on Friday night, because 
once again, like I said, I seen you in New York and you wanted no parts of me. And you get home and you try this rah, 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 tough guy, you know, stuff. So I was, once again, tempting this guy to fight me, push me, do something. So I took 1500 and smacked him in the face with it. <laughs> and he literally did nothing once again. But, um, you know, he, he can quickly run to the media and, you know, kind of try to give his story. Because the media is going to feed off it, you know. They think he's crazy. He, he's, you know, supposed to be this. This guy is no more, no less than Dennis Rodman. He's Dennis Rodman. Ever see Dennis? You ever see Dennis Rodman highlights when he when he was fighting guys in the NBA? Yeah. It's hilarious. You start, you start everything. As soon as everything start get going, you put your hands up. I don't want no problem. I don't want no problem. He's Dennis, and his basketball game is just like Dennis Rodman. He's talking about coming back to the NBA. I mean, he's like a five-year-old. Two dribbles and he's going to pick the ball up. I mean, honestly, you think he's going to play in, in this new era? Like, knock it off. You can't shoot the ball. Scoop B Radio. If I can get some clarity so, for, for one second. The time frames. This was, okay, so the, the playoffs series against the Nets. You were Nick. He was a Net. That was the 2004 playoffs. Um, this happened after you got out the hospital and had the concussion, this, these altercations in the nightclub? Yes, this happened that same summer. Okay. That same exact summer. Okay, so the Nets lost to Detroit. Same Detroit went to the finals. And then in the offseason, you guys saw each other in a club in New York, and then you guys saw each other in a club in Dallas, correct? Correct. Okay, just want to get time for correct. us. Okay. Correct. Okay. So, you know, he, it's, it's just funny that, um, you know, and, and I don't really know this guy, you know, too well, but, you know, I'm assuming, you know, with his stuttering problem that maybe this is something he had to do for so long, you know, as far as, you know, trying to not have other kids laugh at him, you know, and stuff like that. Because could, could you imagine being in the third grade, fourth grade, and your teacher tell you to read a couple paragraphs and it takes you 20 minutes to get it out? And kids are laughing at you. So, I mean, you have to do something. You got to be tough. You got to, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's still carrying over, you know, with this guy. Because honestly, it's like, you're never going to be able to use my name to get any street cred or or anything, you know. So, I just wanted to clarify exactly what happened. And all of this is actual facts. Actual. And my whole thing is, with him, he talked about put us in a room, we'll see who walk out. You know, uh, have you ever seen a grizzly bear fight in a phone booth? First of all, grizzly, name one grizzly bear, I mean, outside of a baby. I mean, that's going to really fit in the phone booth, like, <laughs> you know? And, you know, he's talking about his hood. 80% of all athletes are from the hood. So, Scoop B I mean, Radio. Like, let's knock it off. Let's, let's, let's be realistic about certain things. You know, and any time you look a man in his face and you see the fear in him, you already know what time it is. And any time you, you put your hands in any man's face, if they don't fight you back, you know what time it is. So, you know, I just wanted to clarify exactly, exactly what happened between me and this guy. And, um, you know, that's, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. You're listening to Scoop B Radio. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Nikki Claxton. This is David Batty. This is Essence Carson. 
It's your girl Juicy Jazz, and we are now locked in. To Scoop B Radio. I know that obviously Kenyon appeared on The Vertical with Adrian Wojnarowski and talked about a, a plethora of things. He talked about the Nets era with Kid Kenyon, uh, Richard Jefferson, Keith Van Horn, Byron Scott, Lawrence Frank, and he mentioned that. Um, or rather, he he talked to Wojnarowski, who is um, who has his vertical podcast. He talked about um, the 2004 playoffs when te- when he you complained about him and that Kenyon um, cut out the New York Post headline "Whiny Tim" and taped it t- to his practice jersey uh, for all the media to see. Um, what I mean, did you guys ever resolve it? Because I mean, from talking to you, you guys did resolve it, and you said that you guys actually had a truce with other players. Yes. So, like, what happened that's between then so, and now? That's why it's so hilarious to me because um, we actually live in the same neighborhood in California. Okay. We have mutual friends. I mean, of course, we're in the same NBA fraternity. Mm-hmm. So, um, a friend of mine, my, my, my young guy, Al Harrington, mm-hmm. that's my young boy, he actually just moved out here in California. Mm-hmm. And um, his little daughter had a birthday party and I was over at the party and me and Kenya actually squashed everything in Al Harrington's kitchen. It was over. It was completely over. That's why it's so hilarious to me. Because for me, I mean, and he has kids and we both grown. There's no need to go in that direction. Like, I never, I did many, many interviews. I never really told people exactly what transpired because things really, really, really could have got up. And those that know me, they know you know, in the New York City area and just anywhere. You know, I, I respect those that live in that city and doing anything or whatever, whatever, but I also get respect in all cities and, and, and places like that. And, you know, the old saying, real recognize real. Mm-hmm. That's all it really was. You know, at the end of the day, it was, it was, you know, like when me and him talked, it was two warriors. We was going at it. I understand him trying to protect his teammates and things of that nature, but Let's let's not get all the way out of character with the things that you're saying when you know that you play in New Jersey. I live in New I was born and raised in New Jersey, and I'm playing in New York. At some point, we're going to bump heads. And if you ain't about that, I mean, that's when you, you should keep your mouth closed, you know, because, you know, he's talking all this stuff that bloodshed and stuff like that on his hands, like, Literally, you know, Scoop, I was, I'm still, G-Unit is my family. Right. So, <laughs> I'm running around with, you know, real guys that does real things. And it would have been nothing, to, you know what I'm saying, for, for anything to happen to this dude. And the NBA knew that because, you know, 50 was super, super hot at that time as a rapper. And it was, he had beef with everybody, and it was hip-hop police everywhere. And, mm-hmm. You know, I used to literally go from the garden right across the street to the office after some games and just, you know, sit over there and see what the guys was doing, whatever, whatever. So, you know, for him to say that uh, it would have been bloodshed on his hands and all this stuff in Dallas, like, I literally played in Dallas. He got nothing but love in Dallas. Well, here's nothing my question. My, my question is... Have you reached out to Kenyon Martin since that podcast was released? And what would you like to see come as far as a truce? Unnecessary reach out. Unnecessary reach out. 
reach out to him. Well, I did reach out to him on Instagram. I kind of let him know that I heard it and uh, that I knew he was lying and that um, it was time for me to tell my the, the, my part, the real truth mm-hmm. and all of it. Mm-hmm. And um, the truth of it all is, like I said in 03, like this guy's supposed to be crazy and a tough guy. Well, hey, let's, let's, let's get in the ring so the world can see me beat up on you. We could do it for charity. We could do it for real. We could do two rounds, three rounds. It don't matter. I mean, I'm 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 with it all. I'm I'm totally with it all. I mean, you know, at this point, nobody was even thinking about this dude. This stuff happened so long ago. I'm thinking it's dead. I I actually ran into this guy in the grocery store with his son. We took a picture. In the grocery store, I said, what's up to his son? You know, we was talking basketball and all that. I was telling his son that he's going to be better than his father. <laughs> you know, and, and all of that. And, and I'm, you know, like I said, we're neighbors. I can, I, can, I can run into this guy at a gas station, the supermarket, and walk it down the street. I can run into this guy. What do you respect about Kenyon Martin? I, I just respect how hard he played. I mean, outside of that, I mean, how can you respect anybody that sit around and tell stories? I mean, who who has Kenyon Martin ever fought? Who has Dennis Rodman this ever fought? Be radio. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you could say with the real Dennis Rodman that he was the kind of guy that tried to get under people's skin and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, but Kenyon wasn't that kind of guy. He wasn't, that kind of guy to try to get up on his game. He was posing to be a, a, a real tough guy. So my thing is, just like Dennis Rodman, do you think Dennis Rodman would ever fight the guys in his era that he was supposed to be the tough guy, like the, the Charles Barkleys, the the Anthony Masons, the, the the Charles Oakleys, the Sean Kemp's? Do you think he would step outside the basketball? arena or court or whatever and actually try to hold a fight with those guys at a bar or something? No. That's why I called that's why I called Kenya Martin Dennis. He's the new Dennis Rod. Cause it cause one thing about it, if you got the media on your side and you know because you're on the media side, if you mm-hmm. have them on your side, everything is believable. Everything is believable. But you know, at the at the end of the day, what happens in real life? I mean, people might sit back and say, "Ah, oh, Tim's lying. I don't believe it. Kenyon is this, this, that." Oh, okay, but go walk through my city. Go walk through my city. Matter of fact, just Google my city. Just Google my city. And like I said, I'm from Pakistan, New Jersey, Patterson, New Jersey, 10th Avenue, East 29th. Go walk down 10th Avenue. We are going to take a short break. Hey, internets. Well, on social media, please use hashtag Scoopy Radio. Also, tell a friend that Scoopy Radio is available in the podcast sections on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. New episodes drop midnight on Thursday. Be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. Have a slam dunking day. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Justine Vice. Check it out, man. It's the boy, Don Cannon. Hey, this is Isaiah Thomas. This is Vondi Carlo. You already know what it is, man. It's G Herbo. You listen to School B Radio. Some people that may listen to this may say, 
y'all are rich, y'all are paid, y'all got degrees, because Kenyon has a degree, you went to Villanova, I'm not sure if you finished, but you went to, okay, but you went to a prestigious school, you went to, you know, you went to prestigious Uh high school, y'all would say y'all, you guys are grown, people would say you guys are grown, y'all aren't thugs, you guys play ball, what do you say to that? I said they're 100% right. But if I was the bully in this situation, then I would say I'm wrong. But this happened so long ago, and why bring it up? Because somebody asked you? Like like school, Francis, I just did the interview with you, right? On Brown and School. I knew nothing of it. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing of it, right? Mm-hmm. You asked me a question on it. I didn't go all the way into tell about what happened and what transpired and XYZ. I didn't do all of that. Could have easily done that. But that's for nobody to know. That's an internal thing. Now, it's been so long ago he's talking about trying to come back to the NBA and all this other kind of stuff. Why me? Why throw my name in the mix? Why are you trying to catch a rep off my name? That's never going to happen. Scoop B Radio. I'm a grown man first. It's not one man in this world that's going to sit back and let you talk about him and his family. Who? Name him. Point him out. And not respond, not do anything. It's never going to happen. So that's my whole thing. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm minding my business. I'm out the way. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm living my life. I'm enjoying my retirement life with my family and my kids. You know, I'm enjoying it. I'm actually coaching. I'm, I'm, I'm giving back. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm enjoying life. That was so long ago. Let it be. Leave it alone. Yo, what up? This your man Royce to 5'9", and right now you're checking out Scoop B Radio. You know what I represent, Detroit. I'm Emerald Young, and I'm listening to Scoop B Radio. What's up? This is Tiffany Irene with I Speak PR, and you are now listening to Scoop B Radio. I believe you, but here's a follow-up to that. Some people would say that Kenyon Martin speaking that or telling his truth on the vertical may be a way for him to inch, get attention, to use that to get into another platform, and you speaking to me could be the same thing. What would you tell someone who asked that question or who, who may believe that? But once again, Scoop, that might be 100% truthful. But why use my name, number one, and why lie on the situation? Gotcha. That's my whole thing. That's my whole thing. Now, if, if the guy would have asked him, hey, you know, what about you and Tim that if he would have said, you know what, you know, it, it could have got physical or whatever the case may be, yeah, I would accept that because he's not going into detail trying to make me look like I'm not a man. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, like I'm soft. Like I'm not built like that. Like don't, don't do that. Don't do that. It's never going to fly. Don't do that. It's never going to fly. When I know deep down inside what's really killing them. Like if any reporter asks this guy about the situation and they say, yeah, Tim called you Fugazi. Oh, it, it, it's a red light. <laughs> you know, he's like, he, he gets red as anything. Because it's under his skin. You see right. what I'm saying? I got you. It's under his skin. Now, when people ask me about Jason Collins taking me out, which I was, I was pa- almost paralyzed from the waist down for a couple of minutes. You know what I'm saying? And that's my livelihood. That's how I'm feeding my family. You know, people ask me about that. 
I don't run around and talk about Jason Collins and, and all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's going on with him. Imagine me being a guy that had an actual fight with Jason Collins. Now that we, now that the world know about Jason Collins. Because mm-hmm. once again, me and Jason Collins had the same agent. So I knew Jason Collins' personality. You see Scoop what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Radio. So, I mean, that's at the end of the day, the only reason why I'm talking about this, and this is the last time I'm ever going to talk about <laughs> this, is because he opened his mouth and he's telling lies about the situation. Now, if he would have told the truth in it all, I wouldn't have had nothing to say. Because I'd be like, you know what, he's right. I'm a grown man, I'm going to leave it alone. Like in my, in my case, me telling the truth, he shouldn't even say nothing anymore. But knowing him, he's going to probably say something. And if it comes to that, brother, let's get in the ring. Let's get in the ring. I know you got some charities you can send the money to. I got plenty of kids that I'm helping out, plenty of organizations. We could give it to charity. Or, you know, we could give with some boxing promoters. I could call Floyd and we could make this happen. And we could get it off our chest once and for all. And the world will see what type of individual he is. All at one time. You guys are both boxing fans, and um, <laughs> Kenyon and Corey McGetty got back into got into it in their day, and a few other people. But name your charity of choice, sir. Well, I got a bunch of different uh, AAU programs, mm-hmm. so that's where my charity will go strictly to all my AAU programs. So, but um. You know, man, it's, it's, I don't even think it's going to even get to that point. I mean, really, Scoop, the only reason why I'm harping on it is because he opened his mouth about it. Other than that, well, I really got nothing to say. Because like I said, I thought it was over. Me and the guy talked in Al Hampton House, and you do an interview, and you're talking about something that happened in 0304. It's 2016, man. Like, Seriously? I mean, is it, still, is, it, is it still bothering you, man? You had the opportunity to do something. You didn't do nothing, baby. Didn't do anything. Scoop B Radio. And for those that was in New York, the day that we ran into each other, I'm pretty sure everybody was surprised that it actually happened that way, that it was that nothing actually happened. I'm pretty sure. All right. I'm turning the recorder off. Yes, sir. You're listening to Scoop B Radio. I love it. Love it. Love it. Do you prefer Scoop? I'm a Scoop okay. guy. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.